Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new, season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Episode 7, I Believe I Can Fly. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Hey, Jill. Hey, Jen. This is such a unique occasion because we are in the same room at the same time. I love it. There's no place else I'd rather be. I'm staring into your eyes and they're not pixelated. Right? <laughs> yeah. And you're keeping really good eye contact. So I'm getting a little bit sweaty. I, I keep really good eye contact. And <laughs> I don't know if that's considered a good thing, actually, like <laughs> in society. I think it's like an alpha female trait. Um, I, I feel dominated, but I also feel very cared for simultaneously that's what i'm hoping for (laughs) yeah so who knows the energy might be different tonight it probably will be. yeah based on the amount of eye contact that we already are having but once we once we get started with our uh our things we'll be looking down at our screen we don't have to look at each other that's i will be yeah you could still be staring at me I, i might continue to stare at you just take advantage of the situation you know oh well okay but so we're in Florida today. Oh, Jill yes. and Eric are in Florida. And it's uh, the beginning of summer. It will be the dead of summer uh, when this goes live. And so what other thing are we going to talk about next than traveling? Because yeah. it's summer. Yep. And, and flying. Yeah. And how are you going to get there? Yeah. Even when uh, Travis and I were paying off debt, we didn't sacrifice a little bit of traveling and most of it was non-flight travel but we've learned so much in the past few months about uh flying and getting flights for cheap that i think we can share it and you don't have to make the same mistakes that we did that's awesome so like you you would say you didn't sacrifice any level of traveling we definitely sacrificed the, an amount of travel that I would have liked to do, mm-hmm. but we still got away. Like we went camping in Georgia. We went on a family vacation in South Carolina and we, we went up to Chicago to visit friends once. Mm-hmm. So we did a few different things. Uh, they're not my dream trips. Yeah. A family reunion is not my dream trip. Oh really? Okay. Wow. Good to know about yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I would say that was similar for Eric and I too. I mean, even now, like we're in the thick of it, um, finding work and trying to pay off debt, but we still travel. And I think people look at us like a little bit like, what's, what happens for you guys? Like, I don't understand. Like you go on these trips. I don't really know where your money comes from. Uh, still not going to tell you, but (laughs) (laughs) no, but there are, there's a lot of tips in here, even just on the topic of buying flights that we have taken advantage of. Although I will say that even in reading these articles that we're going to talk about today, I learned new tips that I'm excited to implement. I did too. And we have a upcoming trip to Bali, uh, that is one of our dream trips. Yeah. And by the time this goes live, we will already be back. So 
there are definitely a few things in here that I'm going to try and implement, and I will definitely report back in our Facebook group. Awesome. Uh, So everyone can know in real time what has happened. Whether or not it worked. Yeah. (laughs) And I was was debating on whether we should do this like after we take this like two week trip. Nah. Yeah. But I'm glad we're doing it before because all of this information would have been useless if I'd already taken the trip. (laughs) So like half the things we do are just for Jill and I's benefit so that we can learn more. Oh, definitely. So. Yeah, and I love that you're going to be the guinea pig on this. Yeah, I'm happy too. I have, um, we leave in one week for Bali. So exciting! And people, I'm I'm so happy we're going to some place that people don't normally go to <laughs> because people think we're so exotic. Even though the <laughs> primary reason that we chose to go to Bali was because it's so stinking cheap. It's yeah. like when you are looking at. Uh, exchange rates for U.S. currency. It is the third best exchange rate in the world. Amazing. So it's probably because it's so far. Like it feels so far for people. They're like, why not Mexico or the Dominican Republic? Like maybe it just feels like, oh man, flights would be so expensive. Like, yeah, once you're there, it's cheap, but wouldn't flights be so expensive? Flights were we did not get the best deal we could on our flights. And after reading this, there are definitely things that I would do differently. I will definitely talk about my frugal fail on flights. Ooh, today? Yeah. Nice. Oh gosh. It's my biggest frugal fail to date. Hands down. Wow. Like of all categories. It wasn't uh, in of all, yeah, all categories. It wasn't per se a fail, Mm -hmm. but it was just a, it was a time in my life. All right. So look forward to that one near the end of the episode. All right. So we are going to get started in uh, what the internet has to say about getting cheap flights. So I searched uh, how to save money on flights. And what I got were these top two uh, articles. So we're going to go... The first one is from Thrifty Nomads, and uh, this is from uh, Jen and Ted, and it was written by Jen, and so you know I'm going to help out a fellow Jen and just promote her on our wildly successful podcast, <laughs> even though she's like the number one result on Google for cheapest flights. So it's the, a Jen thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to book the cheapest flights possible to anywhere. And this couple, they travel full-time so they are experts on flights and i trust them and i don't know them but they seem trustworthy and they have i think it's 13 tips which is a great number in my book um i think if you have more than 13 or 15 i just i i get lost yeah you lose me And, and normally you find that they're like really re-going over tips that they've already said. They're just maybe teasing it out more. And I'm like, mm, I caught you. Yeah. You're like, so I can have 101 <laughs> tips. <laughs> yeah. You've been caught. Yeah. All right. So on this one, my favorite one, which is something that I didn't do, and now I'm seeing the air of my way, uh, was to keep your searches top secret. And essentially, that is always, she underlines, always search for flights in an incognito or private browsing mode to see the lowest prices. And this has definitely happened to me because of the cookies in my browser. Uh, The more you search for something, uh, the more you see the price change. And that I've seen that with flights. Mm -hmm. I've seen it with cruises. So it's definitely a thing that happens. Um, I didn't know about this and I think it happened to us actually flying here to Florida. We looked up a flight on like a, I don't know, Sunday and it was $300 and we're like, okay, great. Like we'll get all the details and you know, we'll order it tomorrow. And by the next day it had risen a hundred dollars and we're like, well, now it's possible that it could rise even more. So should we just get it now, which is exactly what they want you to think and believe and do. And very easily it could have, especially like, you know, with this whole rule of how they're getting you and trapping you into paying high prices. So 
wish I would have known this tip like literally last week. But we know it now. We know it now. And opening up an incognito window is as simple as like right clicking on a link. And there's a section there. There's a selection where you can open in a new tab or you can open in an incognito window. So it's super easy. Or you can go up to um, your bar and under like new tab, new window, you'll see new incognito window. And I'm using Chrome and that's how it is. But I assume that's how it is for Safari or other browsers as well. But yeah, we we have used incognito windows for other things Mm -hmm. uh, because of the cookie issue. But I just had no clue about flights. And yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah. You know, if they're basing their flight prices off of like supply and demand, and if they're seeing that all these people are searching for this flight on this day or, you know, multiple searches, then yeah, they're going to want to use that information Mm -hmm. to scam you, you know, clearly. Essentially. (laughs) So uh, that, that's the number one for me. How about you, Jill? Um, Number four, I think we had this one in common, but number four is about befriending budget airlines. So different people fall on different um, sides of the fence here. Some people are like, no, don't fly that airline. Like they use old planes and they're literally just going to like crash in the water. And I'm like, you know what? It's cheap. I'm willing to take that risk. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, I think where they're cutting costs, I mean, it's kind of like the Aldi conversation that we had, like they're cutting costs on the frills and the luxuries that they're just charging you more for. So yeah, you're going to have less leg room. You're going to pay extra for, for choosing where you want to sit. You're going to pay extra for bringing on a carry on in addition to a personal bag um, all, all these things, but, oh, and you don't get free drinks and that kind of a thing, but, but you can buy it for $3. Like I'd rather, mm-hmm. if I'm really hankering for a Coke, I'd rather spend the $3 on the Coke than spend an extra hundred dollars on the actual plane ticket itself. So mm-hmm. Eric and I fly these, these budget airlines all the time because we are more concerned about like getting to the destination than like the experience of the flight. And we still have fun, like bring your tablet and bring your own, like, I don't know, drink on the plane, water, really. That's all you can <laughs> do, but pretend. <laughs> yeah. And so my husband is an aircraft mechanic. That's right. Yeah. And he's intimately aware of what's going on in the airline industry. His uncle works for Allegiant. Mm-hmm. And I have a Facebook friend who's a, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what are they called on the, on the plane? And they hand you flight attendant, flight attendant. Yeah, we yeah. got it. That's how much I fly. <laughs> so she's a flight attendant on Allegiant and people are freaking out about Allegiant planes. Yeah. And now they're freaking out about Southwest as well. Because there was like a 60 minute thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's media hype. Yeah. It's the planes themselves are structurally sound and specifically Allegiant has already phased out all of its old MD-80s, which were the ones that were uh, having like issues. issues. Okay. And they've gone all to Airbuses. Wow. So they're not even like thinking about MD-80s anymore. They're in this completely new chapter yeah. in their company, still offering low prices. Yeah. And their staff is completely competent. And they're confident in their company. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we're not getting paid by Allegiant to say these things. Although if Allegiant wants to pay us, they totally can. Yeah. (laughs) We fly Allegiant whenever we see you guys. Yeah. You you flew down here. Yeah. Because it's a direct direct flight, Mm -hmm. like right to where each other lives. It's great. But I've never felt unsafe on an Allegiant flight. Yeah. There has not been a death to my knowledge on an Allegiant flight. No. So it's... It's a lot of media hype, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure why the media is just ganging yeah. up on Allegiant specifically. Yeah, but to my to the extent of my knowledge about Allegiant's mechanics, mm-hmm. I'm confident in flying them. Yeah, I think it's good to hear from you, knowing a mechanic of those planes. Like that, mm-hmm. that's all I need. <laughs> but yeah. seriously, I think that does. It helps to know these things and to be able to say like, no, not, not all this is true or accurate. Yeah. And 
I mean, maybe it's just been so long since I haven't flown a budget airline, but I say not a lot of leg room, but I, like, I don't know how true that is. Like I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm also like, I'm not a large You're person. Tiny, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, it's, maybe don't take my word. for a plane full of Jill's. <laughs> But your husband, who's like towering <laughs> over yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is like six foot. But anyhow, and it was clean. Like it didn't, I don't know. It didn't seem old. All that to say, mm-hmm. it's what I fly and no yeah. complaints. The Just the, all the intricacies that aircraft mechanics have to pay attention to and all the details, like they can't make a repair legally without having the manual out in front of them to mm-hmm. reference. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that go into working on an airplane, and it's so much more in depth than working on a car mm-hmm. uh, or something. Yeah. So, but that yeah. being said, for it to be a frugal decision, you have to read the fine print. And this Mm -hmm. article does talk about that because they will try to get you to spend more money on the ticket. Like clearly they don't want you to only spend $39 on their round trip flight. Um, So that's like the base price, but like they're going to try to get you to pick a seat. You don't have to like notice the smaller button to the side that just Mm -hmm. says next and not like the large button that says pick your seat for $20. Um, pay attention to the size of bag that you need. Like you really can only take a personal bag, which is like a small backpack or a purse and they will charge you for a carry on. Whereas other airlines won't charge you for a carry on. So you just have to decide like what's worth it to you, what you want to spend money on. Um, and, and some airlines will even make you print the boarding pass. So they won't even accept like a boarding pass on your phone. Or if you try to go to the counter to print it day of, they'll charge you maybe like $5 or something like that. But that's $5 I do not want to spend. Yeah. And a lot of these are in the 21st century. They have an app that you can pull up the boarding pass, but still be aware of all the intricacies because they're all different. All right. Anything else to say about this one, Jill? I found number eight interesting about the airline error. Different airlines can post flights for inaccurate prices for various reasons, whether it's human error or um, conversion rates. There's different reasons that that they're in error. So there's websites that you can go on to and find these uh, flights that were posted in error. And like, I guess... Legally, they still have to adhere to the flight price that they posted it to. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Um, but there's different ones like Airfare, Watchdog, or Secret Flying that you can go onto these sites and kind of see like out of which city, to where, on what days. And if you're a flexible flyer, you just have like a weekend to get away. You can hop onto one of those sites and see what's cheap. Like literally right now, they have fares from like... Providence, Rhode Island to Charlotte, North Carolina for $37 round trip. Like I'm looking at it. Um, so, I mean, that's just fun. If you're, if you've got a long weekend to get away, it's definitely worth checking out. Definitely. I have heard of airfare watchdog and it's so confusing to see all of these, uh, airfare comparison sites because you don't know which one does which, like I'd seen airfare watchdog before, but I, had no clue that they were like for this thing mm-hmm. and or that they specialized in it. So it's good to know. And I really appreciate this article lists out like all the budget airliners, mm-hmm. all of the like good searching sites for airfare, um, every like everything that they do. So yeah. I highly recommend checking out this article if you are going to make a flight purchase Mm -hmm. uh, coming up. Yeah. And we didn't even list them all. Like there's other good pieces of information in this article that I would highly recommend. We'll have it in our show notes and they've got a bunch of links to other sites to help you in your flight purchasing. Mm -hmm. And if you are too lazy to read the whole thing, you can just scroll to the bottom and they have a summary. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Nice. That is a good, good aspect. Yeah. 
I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right. And our next one is from Thrillist. And it is 12 flight booking hacks to save you a ton of money on airfare. And a lot of them are very similar, but there were some different options on here. Like um, the Thrifty Nomads said, just book your flight super early. Like they only raise prices the closer you get to your flight date, which obviously we all know. Uh, But this article Number one says, book your ticket 47 days before a trip. Super specific. Very specific. And I love specificity. Yeah, you got it. Yes. So uh, that's what Cheap Air concluded after crunching the numbers on over 5 million flights. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what they said. So I like to see that. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sticking with 47 days, you know. If you know that far in advance, like normally I don't know that far in advance. Like we just booked our tickets like four days before we traveled here. Usually I do know that far in advance. (laughs) I just don't live my life that way. I don't know. (laughs) That's like a month and a half, Jill. Listen, my life just doesn't happen that way. But I, I do appreciate this because I feel like I've heard from so many different sources like this kind of crazy combo like voodoo secret on like when to order your ticket and how far in advance and yada yada you know like i used to i mean maybe this is still the case but it was like tuesday at eleven fifty seven. you know all the time like two weeks in advance to your flight that's when you want to book book your flight and i'm just like what i like i don't have time it's for like all that. every time they figure something out the it airlines changes. yeah they're like oh yeah. that's when people are going to do it that's when we're going to raise the price yeah yeah so, so don't don't stay up till midnight night on Tuesday. But they did they did say and this will probably change but as of right now 47 days before departure to fly out like to choose flights that occur on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Saturdays. And again, here's like all the voodoo secrets. So, 47 days in advance flying out and back either Tuesday, Wednesday or Saturday between 5 to 7 a.m. or after 8 p.m. So there you go. There you go. If you're that kind of person, do that kind of thing. And you know what? If you are looking at a good uh, airline uh, ticket booker, 
all of the cheap ones are going to fall into that area anyway. Yeah, you'll so see it. It's mm-hmm. information that's like nice to know mm-hmm. if you have to plan. But it's information you don't need to know because that's just what's going to come up. That's true. And this isn't about when you when like the time that you're actually booking the ticket. It's talking about what the booking is yeah. like to be booking a flight for those days. Yeah. So 47 days in advance if you can. Or if you're like me, just cross your fingers and hope you find something cheap five days in advance. Hope for the best. Yeah. What else did you find in this Thrillist article, Jen, that spoke to you um so the book an impossible connection is number six and that is the one mm-hmm. that that resonates with me because i believe our connection from la to sydney is impossible and people tell me it's not but i don't believe them i think they're just trying to make me feel better like you don't have enough time once I don't you get to sydney yeah. to get on your connecting flight to bali um i don't think i have enough time to get out of la and to my connecting flight to Sydney. So oh. because it's in LAX and it's yeah. an international flight, so I have to take a bus and there's only an hour and 25 minutes. So if that plane is late at all, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I am nervous, but I'm going to call Delta. The This part says that you can kind of book it knowing that it's risky. We didn't realize it was risky till after we booked it. And you can call and see if you're almost certain to miss it. You can call and see if they'll rebook you to, uh, in this case, a more expensive direct flight um, before you ever take off. And I would just like to be booked to another flight with more time. Yeah. But I am going to call and see either A, if... They can just hold the flight for me personally uh, by name. <laughs> or, yes. Um, or, I'm Jen Smith. Do you know? Do you know who I am? Yeah. Uh, or get us on an earlier flight. So I'll see. I'm excited to I'm hear nervous. the update on that one. You'll know if we don't get to Bali, you'll see it on our on our <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It'll just probably be a picture of me crying or dead. Because whose responsibility is that? Like if you miss your connecting flight, like if you're already halfway through your trip and you miss your connecting flight, like what happens? I don't know. Okay. I don't travel internationally often. You're going to be like a true guinea pig. Yeah. I feel like if there's enough people, they hold it. They can hold like, I mean, I don't know how long they can hold it, but I remember that happening I don't know, a couple of years ago. And there was a large chunk of us that were getting on to this next connecting flight. And so like they made sure to like de-plane us. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that a word? De-plane? De-plane. I think so. Maybe. Sounds sketchy, but they made sure to like de-plane us first and all that. And and sometimes they'll even ask like, if you have a connecting flight, like, you know, be sure to make, a, make that known to us. Yeah. I will definitely make it known to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear a shirt that says, get out of my way. I need to get to Bali. Deplane me first. Deplane me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We're going to move on. That is something that I'm going to try. There's a lot of really sketchy tips. There were a lot of, so not maybe half, half sketchy and half just too intricate for me to bother with. Super advanced. And they were in both of these articles. Mm-hmm. I think the sketchiest one <laughs> was called Hidden City Ticketing. Yeah. And I guess this is popular with people that travel a lot. Even the writers of this, the, these articles were like wary of it. Yeah. But like we don't do this, but here's the info. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's if you are trying to book a flight to some place and it is expensive you can see if you can book a flight to somewhere else with a connecting flight in the location you really want to go to that's like and the whole flight is cheaper then book that and just get off Mm -hmm. at the place you want to go to and just miss the last flight Mm -hmm. so it sounds benign Mm -hmm. but the airlines have caught on to this Mm -hmm. and they are canceling 
flights home if like it's a round trip flight uh-huh you can't check a bag because you won't be able to get your bag off mm-hmm. and even fines have been Incurred. mentioned wow yeah. yeah that's i wonder how much you're you're saving by doing that i can't like, imagine it would the be risk a lot of it like would the risk be worth it i don't know I like I get stressed flying anyhow, not stressed for the actual flight. Like I, I love flying, but just like making it to the airport on time, getting my bags checked, getting through security. Like there's so much leading up to all of that that I can't imagine adding those extra pieces on top of like, yeah. And then maybe I won't have a flight home or maybe they're not going to let me off the plane. Right. Like one article said that they, like if the connecting flight is like the, that same plane goes on from there, sometimes they won't even let you off. They won't deplane you. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're on the same plane, you can't get off. Right. So you have to pay attention to a lot of things if you're Mm going to take this this route type of chance mm-hmm. good luck to you report back Ugh. i hope that you make it <laughs> yeah um number three so along these lines of these super advanced super sketchy i don't know i'm just going to talk about it i don't think i'm ever going to do this <laughs> but this number three was fudge your location so basically they're talking about trying to book like particularly used an example of an international flight that sometimes in different countries flights will be less expensive just because of the country that it's in. Maybe if, yeah. Yeah. If you're booking, it's like the same flight booked in Europe is Mm -hmm. cheaper than if you book it from yeah. Florida. So they're not saying to change like your location. Like obviously you can't book it out of Africa if you don't live in Africa, but they're saying to go through like an African site to an IP address. An IP address, yes, to buy a plane ticket from I don't know, one location to another to get mm-hmm. it at like a cheaper rate. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. And they say like you like that's a little risky too because some will clarify that it needs to be like for residents only. But then they're saying, but once you have the ticket, like once the ticket's purchased in your name, who's checking? Like chances of someone checking are very slim. But I'm just like, this is this is so much. Yeah. But it's there. It's out there. All these little tricks and nuances that you can do. Yeah. If you're really trying to save a few dollars, you can use the <laughs> you know, dot ZA or dot CA or, or whatever, uh, or use a VPN to get another country's IP address. Like I don't have time for that. I don't know what a (laughs) VPN is or an IP address could be law of diminishing returns at work here. For me at least. Yeah. Yeah. It could be for somebody else that just knows all this stuff and could be their thing. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. fine. Uh, not for me though. Yeah. I felt that there was, uh, oh, and then on the Thrillist article, it also said to clear your browser's cookies, which is an alternative to using an incognito window. Yeah. So I just think using an incognito window is easier. But if you are really like, don't, can't understand that, but somehow can clear your browser's cookies, <laughs> <and> cookies. <laughs> um, also go for that. Yeah. I mean, and these articles explain how to do it too. And you could also just Google it. Like if you found our podcast and you're listening right now, you could probably figure it out, right? Maybe. Maybe. I believe in you, the listener. (laughs) I believe in you more than me. (laughs) Yeah. You got this. Yeah. Anything else, Jill? No, just I learned a lot of sketchy stuff tonight. (laughs) (laughs) good some of it i'm gonna take and some of it i'm just gonna leave right where i found it some of it i wish i had earlier yeah so and some of it i'm like oh now i don't want that knowledge (laughs) i wish i could give it back (laughs) yeah well it wasn't that bad but so we have some suggestions that were not mentioned in either of the articles we covered before and some of them are easy and some of them are a little more intricate. Jill, do you want to start out with the 
easier one? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what you're gonna, what category you're gonna place my tip into. Impossible. Clearly, clearly the very attainable category. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get on to the more complicated stuff. We'll pass that over to Jen. Which is when, clearly when not ready. that complicated because <laughs> I don't know what an IP address is. <laughs> you definitely do. You're selling yourself short. Anyhow. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So Eric and I will often use the ITA matrix. So it's like a Google software for searching for flights. So that's that's literally all it is. I mean, we'll give you a link in the show notes, but it is called the ITA matrix. You cannot purchase flights through it, but you can do advanced searches on this website. So you can search different departing uh, airports, different arriving airports, different days of travel, all that good stuff. And it will give you every possible flight that's imaginable out there. There may be an airline that's not on it. Like previously Southwest used to not be on it, but I think that they are now. Um, so if you know of an airline that you want to like specifically search, you can do that. But we have found the IT matrix as being like super helpful as like a one-stop shop to say like, here's all the flights possible. Then you have to go on to that airline's website to purchase the ticket. But ITA matrix lets you know that it's there. And you you said that was the one that travel agents use, right? Yes, that's what Eric said. So if you believe him, I do. I believe him. I'm skeptical. <laughs> I'm skeptical, okay. but I'll try it. Yeah, definitely try it. There's no harm in trying it. Yeah, Travel and Leisure also recommends it. So I trusted them a little more. Yeah, actually, they do. They did a whole article, and that'll be in the show notes um, of just like how how to use the ITA matrix. So there's even a lot more detail there. So you can check that out. Okay, I will. I don't love creating my spending plan each month and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Okay, on to your more intricate, complicated, Thanks, like Jill. smart, intelligent tip that you want to give our listeners. Wow. Should okay. I step out? Will I even understand it? Yeah, you can probably <laughs> leave now. But... You are you. We're both going for this, so okay. it's fine. <laughs> that's it's true. It's not that's even true. complex, <laughs> but true. it does. It's not for everyone, and yes. this one might be a little controversial for our audience. Ooh, ah. yes, I know why. I know yes. why. I'm 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 on to you. Ne- you haven't lost me yet. Okay, surprise, surprise. Uh, Jill and I are both going for something called the Southwest Companion Pass. And it is essentially something that Southwest offers where if you get so many rewards points uh, with them, then every flight that you take, like once you attain those points, every flight you take with them through the rest of the year that you attain it, as well as the entire following year, you get to bring someone with you for free. And Travis and I found out about this 
in January and we told Jill and Eric. Yeah, we learned about it through you. That is true. And it's nothing that we would be able to attain from flights. You have to take 100 flights in a calendar year to qualify through flights. And you'd have to dine out every day of your life through their like shopping rewards partners in order to get it. Mm -hmm. The quickest and frugal way to get the Southwest Companion Pass is through their credit cards. And I, wah, wah. Yeah, I don't recommend this for anybody who's in debt. Mm-hmm. I definitely say steer clear of credit cards. But if you can use them responsibly and just on things that you would normally buy, which is what we do. So we put our auto insurance, our cell phone, our uh, our I think it's our internet. We tithe through it. Um all these things that we mm-hmm. would buy anyway, and we mm-hmm. still keep a really frugal budget. We put on our uh, Southwest business card, which offers a 60,000 point bonus if you spend 3,000 in the first three months. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the personal card, which offers a 40,000 point bonus if you spend $1,000 in the first three months. And these change periodically, so that's what it is at the time of this recording. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have seen the personal card have 50,000 points. So if you see that, that's definitely the time to apply for that card. Uh, I You have to have a business though, right? To do the business account. For the business, you have to have a loose business. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we do have legitimate businesses, Mm -hmm. but there are people that, you know they'll babysit or they'll sell things on eBay or Mm -hmm. flip things like they don't, you don't have to have like a tax ID number Mm -hmm. uh, from the government. Actually I used my tax ID number for my business and it was more difficult for me to get the card than this other guy that I talked to who just used his social security number. Wow. (laughs) So you definitely don't have to have that. Mm -hmm. It's easier if you don't use that. Um, But you so after um, sixty thousand plus forty thousand is a hundred thousand points. You need one hundred ten thousand, and then you'll also have the points um, that four thousand that you used getting the bonuses. Mm-hmm. So then we'll just have six thousand we have to spend on the cards, and they have to be from the same person. Like they're both in my name, um, but I carry one and Travis carries the other. Mm-hmm. And then once you hit one hundred ten, it has to be in one calendar year. So we started doing this in January. Uh, Then you will get the companion pass and that will be good for the current year and the following year to fly on any Southwest. There's no blackout dates uh, or limited seating for Southwest. That's one of the things they do really well as opposed to other airlines with rewards. They have really reasonable flights on points and uh, they don't limit it like other airlines Mm -hmm. do. So if you are wanting to do domestic travel um, Mm -hmm. or to Hawaii, which Southwest is going to start doing, I think next year. Yeah. uh, Then this is definitely something to start looking at now. Definitely. So that you can get it by the end of the year. And there's a lot of perks for like for new applicants for the credit card. Like it seemed when Eric and I have been looking into this companion pass that it's almost easier for people who don't already have the credit card to obtain it Mm -hmm. than it is for those of us who already have it, which is kind of a bummer, but yeah. And it's, it's a credit card. You Mm -hmm. have to pay it off in full every month (laughs) and not pay any interest or it's not worth it. Yeah. The Those only rules thing, still apply. Yeah. The only thing you're essentially paying for is the two annual fees, which is debatable because if you go into a Chase branch, you could uh, get those waived uh, mm, possibly, mm-hmm. but it, you won't know until you try. They have been known to waive some annual fees, but you, you have to use it responsibly. And I have found that my mindset kind of shifts since I've been doing this Instead of looking at something and saying, oh, I don't need that, I have caught myself saying, oh, but I need to meet my minimum spend. Mm. And so that's why I don't recommend it for anybody trying to pay off debt. Mm -hmm. It is not 
a good thing, even if you think you're responsible. Focus on one thing and then use this as a reward uh, when you're done and you mm-hmm. have more disposable income. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. And mm-hmm. I am so happy that we waited. Yeah. Yeah. I think the general rule of thumb of not using credit cards in, yeah, being frugal and paying down debt like still stands, but there are also a lot of rewards that come along with some credit cards nowadays that it's just like, know yourself know whether the you know whether you'll use the rewards that mm-hmm. are being offered and and do your due diligence like stay on top of it but if you're the kind of person who you know like no I'm not going to pay that off and yeah it's going to change my mentality like stay far far away yeah and if you know that you're going to be taking some domestic flights whether you have like a lot of friends getting married mm-hmm. next year or you want to go like visit some family somewhere like this is a great time to plan for that especially if you're a couple uh, because you still have that 110,000 points to use for flights. So essentially only paying like like small fees mm-hmm. for every flight. Uh, yeah. So taking like two round trip tickets to like, yeah. you know, across the country, you pay like 20 bucks. Yeah. I mean, Eric and I, even before this whole companion pass became, you know, an option, we paid for a flight from Philly to... Colorado to Chicago back to Philly for both of us all on our points. We paid nothing. And that was just out of our regular spending building up that point. Like we paid off our credit card, everything like, you know, it was our groceries. It was, you know, some Mm -hmm. bills. It was all of that. And then we were able to travel to all of those spots for, for free as far as airline goes. It is worth mentioning though, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, but with the companion pass, it has to be the same companion. So it's not like you can bring different people on different flights. Like it is, is that correct? You know, I think you have to register the companion, Okay, but I think you can put different companions on and okay. just switch them out. Good to know. Um, but you do have to register them. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that is the way you do it. Okay. Nice. I don't have many friends, so... It'll be Travis. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I would go with you. I'm your frugal oh, friend. Thank you. Yeah. I would love to take a trip to Napa and do a wine tasting, mm. which Travis would never do. Yeah. So I'm going to need to find a companion for that. Definitely. Yeah. I will. I will sacrifice to come along with you. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> Maybe you can fly down on points and then... We can fly together. Yeah. And do podcast episodes there. Yes. I mean, by that point, we'll be making bank off this podcast. And so somebody will just be paying us to be there. I anticipate we'll be rich very soon. Yeah, definitely. I'm expecting it, actually. Like, I'm basing my budget around that. So. Ditto. (laughs) My limited budget is already based on the plethora of cash that we have flowing into this endeavor. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Good talk. Yeah. I'm excited to go somewhere, man. I mean, I'm already, I am here in Florida. Like I'm not at home and I will, I do have a flight ahead of me in four days, but. I am also excited. I haven't been out of the country in 10 years. Wow. Do you have your passport, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, we went on a cruise mm. last year to celebrate being debt free and we had to get our passports renewed. Okay. I'm terrified I will forget my passport oh. as well. I, I'm not going to lie. I will wear like those fanny packs, like those slim fanny packs. Oh, I have a fanny to pack. to keep it on your body. Yeah. I'll sleep in it. Yeah. Definitely. Probably. Shower in it even. I'm not, I'm not going to shower in it, <laughs> uh, but I'll definitely put it on very early. <laughs> very early in the day i think our flight is like 7 p.m and i'll probably yeah. put it on at 7 a.m if you see pictures of me in other countries like i just have this like big bulge happening underneath like my skirt just like <laughs> my lower abdomen is just like protruding have you been approached by anyone <laughs> because of that <laughs> No, I think they're just like, oh, wow. Like, I don't know. I don't know what people think. I mean, everybody's body is shaped differently. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, looking back on the pictures and like, well, that's not flattering, but mm-hmm. I kept my passport. Yeah. I have no a, one ever took that from me. I have a lot of irrational fears about traveling. 
Like I'm going to forget my passport. I'm going to yeah. miss my connecting flights. Yeah. I'm going to, I don't know. There is a lot of stress around like all these details needing to come together, which is why some of these tips I'm just leaving behind because I'm like, I've already, it's yeah. already taking up enough brain space to just be like, are, is it the right day of the week? Like we're supposed to be flying out today, right? Is it today? So that, you know, I just need to focus on things like that. Yeah. Important things. <laughs> like and what date it is. Yeah. And give yourself time to book and you'll end up on top. Like if you're booking very last minute, like you're already in the weeds. So every little bit counts. Mm -hmm. But if you're booking more than 47 days in advance, (laughs) you're going to be fine. All you responsible people out there, you're going to get great deals. Gosh, we spent this whole podcast just for that one sentence to wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) That was your summary. Yeah. But I had fun. You know, that was a journey to get there to that summary sentence. And we really made good eye contact the whole time. Yes. It felt good. I feel rejuvenated. (laughs) (laughs) Last time it was me staring into the fan and now it's yeah like me just staring at you i don't realize like how little i look at you when when i'm doing this from pennsylvania yeah you know like i've got our articles up i've got my notes mm-hmm. i'm like walking around probably picking my nose can't do that here nope i'll see it yeah all right all right well, on that note thank you so much for tuning in if you haven't already uh tuned out We are the Frugal Friends Podcast, and we want to bring you more episodes, so please subscribe. And if you like it, if you tolerate it, uh, if it's just not annoying, please leave us a review uh, and help us get the message of frugality out to more people. We love being frugal, and we think it's a lifestyle that everyone can benefit um, in some way, shape, or form. And definitely... Check us out on Facebook, Frugal Friends Podcast. We have a group called the Frugal Friends Group where we talk about frugality. We cover the week's episodes and we just help each other and we learn from each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's creating a cool platform for other people to share with each other. Like we don't even have to be a part of it. Do your thing. Cool. Yeah. So and until next week, uh, be frugal. Fly frugal. Fly frugal. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.